Hi, welcome on Every Nation Lisboa podcast. My name is Joyce and every week on Thursday I'm bringing you relevant subjects that will help you in your discipleship journey. Listen to today's episodes. Hi guys, welcome on our Thursday talk. Are you excited about today? I hope you are. Um, my name is Joyce Cornwell and today I'm going to talk about um, how fear robs us of our night rest. So we're in this series of winning the battle for the night. This is all about um, improving our sleep and understanding the gifts of sleep that God has given us. On these Thursday talks that I do, I want to bring relevant subjects to you to help you in this, your discipleship journey. So I hope these things are helpful for you. Um, let me know where you're listening from or watching from. And um, yes, let's go. <laughs> are you ready? Are you excited? Let me know if you're excited. So today, like I said, we're going to continue on what we spoke on last week on our night rest. Last week I shared a little bit about my story, how I really struggled with sleep and how I am in a process of healing um, and that is really a process of three, um, three legs. Can we say that? <laughs> it has three layers. So um, three things are helping me. Prayer. I have received lots of prayer, done lots of prayers that really broke, brought breakthrough in my life over sleep. Truth has helped me. Receiving truth over the nighttime has set me free from fear and adjusting our habits. These are three things that help me to sleep better now and help me to walk in victory. And I hope that sharing these things with you, you will too start walking in victory. So I'm just going to see some um, some reactions. Hey, Lisa, great to hear you. Lisa was just with me. She just left home and she's in the car. So great that you're listening. Lisa is my sister. Um, so say hi to her. <laughs> and um, so continuing, why is it so important for us to have a good sleep? Because the nighttime is a special God, uh, is a special time that God wants to connect with us. It is a time for us to get equipped, to get refreshed, not just um, physically, our body, but also uh, in our soul and our spirit. It's a, it's a time of connecting with God. And today I'm going to speak, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to give you some truth around darkness that would just really um, lay bare this fear thing. Um, yeah, revealing the strategies of the enemy, really. Um, so let us, let me first put down the notifications <laughs> so you won't hear pling the whole time. Okay, so let's look at 1 Kings um, chapter 8, verse 12. I'm just going to read it. It's really short, and it says, The Lord said that he would dwell in thick darkness. Listen well to this. The Lord said that he would dwell in thick darkness. God dwells in darkness. So this is just a verse to, to warm up. And um, I'm going to give you some more verses along the way. But um, there are two devices that maintain fear. Two things that keep fear alive in our lives. 
So first of all, it's ignorance. It's ignorance. Ignorance is when we lack knowledge about God's design um, and intent for us. So if we apply this to the nighttime, it's when we lack knowledge about um, his intention and design of sleep. Then we are ignorant of what God has for us. And ignorance keeps um, keeps us can keep us as well. Being ignorant of the truth can keep us in a state of fear. And the second thing is deception. Deception is when you don't, you're not only lacking knowledge about something, but applying to sleep now, but you also believe lies around sleep. You believe lies around the nighttime. You believe lies around darkness. This is when you are deceived. And um, if we look to 2 Corinthians 2.11, it says at the, um, at the end, it says, for we are not ignorant of his schemes. And it speaks about the Satan and the schemes of the Satan, of Satan, that we should not be ignorant of them. And what is the scheme, you know, what is the scheme of the enemy? It is fear. He's, one of his biggest schemes is fear. Fear is based on deception. It is when we believe lies. And if we just look a bit at... Um, at how um, this plays out, I'm just gonna look at my notes if, just to see that I'm saying this right. But if you look at the most common fear around, among children, the most common fear around, sorry, the most common fear for children is a fear of the dark. Who of you has already been afraid in the dark? Who of you has already felt afraid to walk, you know, you're, you're asleep and suddenly you need to go to the toilet and you don't want to walk in the hall in the dark? Who of you already felt like that? Just give me a one. If you already um, felt like that, put down a one. Don't be ashamed because I so can say one here. <laughs> I already have felt many times fear to walk in dark um, and not wanting to go to the bathroom at night because it's dark. Um, so let me know that I'm not the only one here that I already experienced this. Um, so the deception of Satan. Satan is the father of lies. He is called the devil as well, a deceiver, which means deceiver. And he is not afraid to use scripture against us, to twist it and to confuse us with um, misusing scripture. And one of the things that, that the enemy does is that he likes to make us think that he is equal to God. He likes to make us think that he is even more powerful than God. Listen to this, guys. Um, you know, we have many superhero movies, and my husband always goes on and on about this, how these movies show us a wrong picture of the battle between um you know, good and bad um, about the evil and the hero. In these movies, we see that evil is just so powerful and it seems that the good guy is barely making it through and he's just um, getting punches and punches and punches from the evil one. And at the end of the movie, he finally, the good guy, the hero, finally overcomes and has the victory. And this gives us a wrong picture. This gives us a picture that um, our enemy is 
is so strong, that he is so powerful, that he is equal to God or even more powerful than God. And this is a lie, guys. This is not true. The enemy is like a fly compared to God. It's just an annoying fly compared to God. So that's something that the enemy likes to um, trick us with, deceive us with. Another thing, he makes us believe that he rules over darkness. And this I want to talk about, guys, because this truth, not that he rules over darkness, but the truth that I'm going to share with you now, it really set me free from fear of darkness. I had such a stronghold of fear in my mind and a misunderstanding of darkness that I was so afraid at night. And um, yeah, the fruit that uh, the fruit, <laughs> the truth that I'm going to share with you helped me so much, and I believe it will help you too if you are struggling with fear. It will help you. So I want to just tell you that Satan, he has, um, that the only power that the Satan has over us is the power that we give him. He can only have power if we give him power, if we allow him to influence us. He tries to influence our minds through lies. He tries to draw people out of the kingdom of light into spiritual darkness. And he makes us believe that he has a kingdom of darkness, but the enemy does not have a kingdom. He has no dominion. He doesn't have a kingdom. God has a kingdom, the kingdom of light. The enemy dwells in spiritual darkness, which is not the same as physical darkness. And we're going to see that in a little bit. Or no, we're going to see this right now. <laughs> spiritual darkness is not the same as physical darkness. You know, spiritual darkness is when you live separated from God. Um, and that's a really, you know, that's not a place you want to be in. But physical darkness is, you know, you close your eyes, you don't see anything. This is physical darkness. This is not the place where the enemy lives. He doesn't live in physical darkness. Um, if you believe that that physical darkness is, um, is Satan's domain, um, if you believe that he has this kingdom of darkness, then naturally you will conclude that the nighttime darkness is his territory, is the enemy's territory. And you will believe that day, the light, is God's domain. And of course, you will not be able to sleep. You will be afraid to sleep because you will feel like you're sleeping in the enemy's territory. Imagine that you're in the middle of a war and you're... Um, Maybe that's hard to imagine for us who never really gone to a war, but you have to sleep in enemy territory. You will not sleep in peace. You will, most people won't. <laughs> there are always people that can sleep, but because you are in enemy territory. But this is not the truth about the night. This is not the truth about darkness. You know, the nighttime and the physical darkness that I was speaking about is not the enemy's territory. It is God's territory. And this truth has set me free. And maybe you can notice it that I'm quite passionate about this. But I have been held so long in this fear, in this deception, that um, with this fear over darkness, that I really want you to get this. And I really pray that you get this revelation, if you don't have it yet, on, um, on the lie that the enemy tries to make us believe. So what is the truth? What is the truth? Let us just go straight to the Bible and look at some verses uh, that speak about darkness. Let's do that. So, 
Tell me if you're still with me, okay? Are you still following? Are you still, is this making sense to you? Let me know. If not, then I will see how I can further clarify what I'm saying. It's important to me that you understand it, okay? So let us look at Genesis 1, verse 1 to 5. I'm not going to read it. You can read it on yourself. So Genesis 1, 1 to 5. But if you look at these verses, what we see, we see that God started his creation from the darkness. The world was empty, it was dark, and the Spirit of God hovered over the waters. Um, we see that God created the light and called it dark. Uh, he separated lights from dark and he called the light day and he called the dark night. And together, this formed the first day. The dark and the light formed the first day. God was there in the darkness. He controlled it. He named it. He separated it from the light. So he controlled it. The first day started in the evening. The first day started with darkness, with nighttime. So the night is the beginning of the day. It is a time of blessing. It is a first fruit of God to us. It is a gift from God to us. Um, so it is not the enemy's domain. It is not a time of fear, of terror. It's not a time that we are in enemy's territory. It is actually a time of peace, of rest, of restoration that God is giving us at the start of our day, our nighttime, to start our day well. Are you with me? Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Just put some thumbs up or say yes if you're with me. Second verse. Let's look at the second verse to just let this sink in. Okay. Isaiah 45, verse 7, it says, I formed the light and created darkness. This is God speaking. He formed light and created darkness. Again, we see that God is the creator of darkness. He owns darkness, the physical darkness that we're speaking about. Remember the difference, spiritual darkness and physical darkness? If you look to Exodus 20, verse 21, so Exodus Chapter 20, verse 21. There we see Moses um, meeting God who appeared to him in thick darkness. It was in the middle of the thick darkness that God was there. So again, here we see that thick darkness is not exempt of the presence of God, but God's very presence is in the darkness. God hides or is present there and meets with Moses in the darkness. Again, an encouragement for us. And if you look at how um, God used Moses, we see that God again demonstrates his ownership over darkness when he gave Moses the power to release thick darkness over Egypt during three days. You can only do such a thing when you have authority over it, when you own it. This is um, God again showing us that he is the one in control over darkness. Again, not a time of terror, but it's God's time given to us. And... Um, the last verse that I want to give you today, I'm giving you quite a few verses today, is Psalm 97, verse 2. And there it says, clouds and thick darkness surround him. It goes on this verse, but this speaks about where the throne of God is. And around the, crowd, uh, the throne of God, there are clouds and thick darkness. Again, guys, this just shows us again and again and again that the enemy tried um, to deceive us with lies that darkness is his when this is not true. God's presence is in physical darkness. It is God's creation. And it is a time for God to communicate with us, 
to restore us to it's a time of rest that he's giving to us and we are being robbed of our sleep through lies through fear that is um yeah that is deceiving us really so are you as well have you also been robbed by um fear uh, of your night rest if you if you are or if you have been put down it to i have been for so many years until i started praying i started asking people to pray over me i started listening about searching about what is this fear that is holding me uh, in its grip and like i said the book where i'm basing myself on today has brought so much revelation for me God has used it so tremendously to break down lies that I had that I had believed for a long time. So what can we conclude of all of this that I've been saying? We can conclude that literal darkness um, and spiritual darkness are different things. Literal darkness is a darkness that is spoken of in Genesis 1 verse 5. Our Bible translations, um, because they have been translated from a different language, Greek and Hebrew, a richer language into English and other languages that aren't that rich sometimes translates words, um, you know, in Greek and in Hebrew, when they speak about darkness, they speak of different kinds. They use different kinds of words to point out, is this a literal, literal darkness, physical darkness that we speak of, or spiritual darkness? They have different words. In our English language, we have one word. <laughs> so. We have to be, we have to examine the verses that we read to understand what kind of darkness they are spoken of. So literal darkness is the darkness that we speak of in Genesis 1.5. Spiritual darkness is a state of heart and mind. Oh, sorry, heart and mind. I just said it opposite. It is being separated from God. Um, God created, and just remember this, fix this like hold it let it sink into your heart god created he dwells in and has authority over all darkness that was really what i wanted to share with you i hope this helped you this encouraged you this uh, is helping you forward in this journey of freedom over the nighttime having good good sweet sleep that god promises us and I want to finish off with a really short prayer from the book. I just think it's so valuable to be able to pray over you guys. So again, if you want to pray this with me, so just put amen on um, down here. And yeah, let me go. Let me pray for you. So God, thank you for the truth that you as creator of the of darkness have authority over it and dwell in it. When I go to sleep at night, I am not in enemy territory, but I am resting in your secret place. There is no need to be afraid in the dark because you are there as the king ruling over both the day and the night, and I am safe. So I pray this over all of you that you can just include yourself in this, in this safety and knowing that um, you are safe and that is God's special time for you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Um, I'm just seeing some some um, reactions here. Hi, Lynn. Great to have you. Thanks for that literal darkness and spiritual darkness is different. Didn't think of it like that before. Yeah, me neither. When I started reading about this, it just really, exactly that emoji, my head did. <laughs> 
and I got such a revelation and it just freed me totally. And um, that is, this is what truth does. It sets us free. So um, I pray that the same will happen for you or anyone else that is struggling with fear during the night. And um, what can you do now? Um, meditate on these verses that I've given you. Search for other verses on sleep, on what God promises during the night, and soak that truth in. You know, read it all, all, all out. Um, stick it on your walls in your bedroom. Even put it on your. <laughs> I even had a, a page full of promises of God over the night time um, underneath my my oh, mattress. <laughs> And whenever I would woke, wake up still in fear, I would declare those truths until I just, I'm so soaked with those truths that it's in my heart. So this is what you can do today. Um, if you enjoyed this live, just let me know if this is a value. And if you don't want to miss out on any lives, just um, put on the notifications on this page um, and you will be notified every, every time you go live. This was it for today. Big hug to you all and see you again tonight for a count time. Count, oh, sorry, I'm like, my tongue is, it's time to stop talking. <laughs> see you in about 14 minutes time again to count down with you. Bye-bye. If you liked today's episode, please give us a five-star rating. Feel free to share this with your friends and share this on social media. You can visit our website on www.everynationlisboa.org. Hope to see you soon.